This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Defense Department is taking steps to combat foreign influence in federally funded scientific research. The time it takes to get a security clearance is holding steady. And a Florida-based small business and its owner will pay more than $7.7 million to settle allegations it violated the False Claims Act. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, July 3rd, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The number of days to get a security clearance hasn't changed in the last three months. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. On average, it took 78 days to get a secret clearance and 128 days to get a top secret clearance during the first quarter of fiscal 2023. Both are a few days more than what it took at the end of 2022. New data from the President's management agenda shows the Trusted Workforce 2.0 effort is still falling short of its goal of 74 days for a secret clearance and 114 days for a top secret clearance. The PMA data does say, however, that the fastest 90% of the clearances took on average 54 days for a secret and 95 days for a top secret clearance. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Thrift Savings Plan participants will soon see a service akin to a pizza tracker for pending transactions. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the details. Similar to a digital tool that tracks each step of the process for ordering a pizza, TSP is drawing up plans to offer participants a better look into the step-by-step progression of things like loans and withdrawals. TSP's record-keeping contractor, Accenture Federal Services, announced that plan at the latest TSP board meeting. The effort is part of a larger goal from the contractor to make improvements to participant services. Accenture and the TSP board faced significant backlash from TSP participants due to the tumultuous rollout last summer of a major TSP update. So far, Accenture has not shared a timeline to launch the new pizza tracker feature for TSP. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is taking steps to combat foreign influence in federally funded scientific research. A new policy identifies certain foreign actors that the DOD wants to bar from participating in defense-sponsored research. The new policy is intended to limit research and development efforts from being used to compromise national or economic security. Moving forward, each DOD component will develop a security review process for potential research project proposals. The review will look at all personnel associated with the project and require them to take insider risk awareness training. A federal service used to combat identity fraud is facing some big challenges. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Government Accountability Office is now looking into potential cost overruns and steep fee increases for using the electronic consent-based Social Security number verification. The Social Security Administration built the system several years ago to provide financial institutions with real-time Social Security number checks. But those institutions are now reconsidering their use of the system after a 22-fold increase in fees. The challenges with the system comes as anti-fraud experts highlight social security number verification as a best practice for combating fraud in public benefits programs. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs is looking to improve the experience of its IT workforce. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. 
The VA's Office of Information and Technology is developing new career progression roadmaps meant to help the IT workforce understand the next step in their career. The VA is also deploying digital agents on employees' computers to anticipate and address problems that might negatively impact their workplace experience, such as sluggish computers or worn-out laptop batteries. VA Chief Information Officer Kurt Dale Benning says this is part of building a new workplace culture at the department. We want to be the best IT in the federal government, bar none. And we're going to do that by actually changing the way we do things. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A Florida-based small business and its owner will pay more than $7.7 million to settle allegations it violated the False Claims Act. The Justice Department says HX5 LLC and its CEO, Margarita Howard of Walton Beach, Florida, participated in the Small Business Administration 8A program from 2015 to 2021 and fraudulently obtained six 8A contracts. The DOJ alleges that HX5 and Howard failed to report distributions and payments to Howard's family members and allegedly provided false information to the SBA regarding Howard's assets. As a result of the alleged false statements, HX5 improperly maintained its status as an 8A program participant and received 8A set-aside contracts from NASA, the Army, and the Air Force. In the wake of the Supreme Court striking down President Biden's student loan forgiveness program, one House lawmaker is pushing legislation to strengthen a loan program for public servants. Virginia Democrat Bobby Scott's Loan Act would shorten the time to reach full loan forgiveness for those eligible for the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. The PSLF program forgives student loans for those who reach 10 years of service with federal, state, local, or tribal government agencies. The Loan Act, if enacted, would also make permanent a temporary waiver that broadens eligibility and access to the program. The Government Accountability Office says the Defense Department needs a standardized policy for artificial intelligence. Although it's been acquiring, developing, and using AI, the DOD has no department-wide guidance for how its components should approach AI acquisition. The GAO says DOD has plans to develop standards to ensure oversight and goals for AI, but those plans have yet to be defined, and there's no set timeline. The Postal Service continues to develop its plans for a new vehicle fleet. USPS says its preferred plan is to purchase more than 106,000 new vehicles over the next six years to replace aging vehicles still on the road. More than 60% of those vehicles will be electric. They're a combination of custom-built next-generation delivery vehicles made by Oshkosh Defense as well as commercial off-the-shelf vehicles. USPS is holding a public comment period on July 26th to present its proposals and get feedback from the public. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, July 3rd, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.